Hello, <clears throat> and welcome to my throat. I did clear my throat a few times before I pressed the button. Uh, because I didn't want to sound like up your gun. Hopefully I got fired and reacted to phone every time. Because, uh, ah, some guy's name. Too old actor on Grumpy Old Man. I need to watch that movie again. So anyways, uh, I'm going to thank you and welcome to my Gypsy Girl show. I'm glad that you're here. And uh, I've noticed that there's people from all over the world that are listening to a girl from nowhere. Uh, I literally I no one from nowhere <laughs> and, and so I'm uh I'm honored and I'm thrilled uh you know uh, so here's to the world uh everybody so thank you. <clears throat> excuse me anyways it's been a while this is my uh first episode of season three for my podcast and uh, and it's already uh, like March 21st, I think, today or something. And uh, I've been working on my art projects quite a bit. And, uh, and I've been working on my YouTube channel just a little. And uh, mostly I've been recovering emotionally from, from losing... Uh, my sisters, and my daughters, and recently my dad, and, uh, and it sounds strange, well, this happened years ago, well, you know, one builds on another, and, uh, when there's a rainy day, <clears throat> wait, when there's a rainy day and there's no sunshine, and you can't escape, you know that? <laughs> Uh, and you're like, oh, I feel the sorrow, the, the heavy burden of sorrow that comes from that. And I'm sure a lot of people know how that feels. And it, uh, it's, you know, I will do everything I can not to lash out on someone else, and uh, which means I go into complete introvert mode, and I basically to no one because I'm hurting so bad that I assume that when I speak I'm going to hurt someone and I don't want to pass on my pain, my suffering, my heartbreak onto someone else because I, I couldn't handle another person uh, hearing the the heartbreak that I knew was coming out in my voice. And so sometimes when it's so difficult to speak if you're in that point, and then, you know, I like to call that in the sewer of sorrow. And it's like, it's basically where you, you can't handle another bad joke. There's nothing funny. You can't handle hearing someone say, hey, stupid. No, you just can't handle it. You can't handle anybody whining and bitching about something that doesn't matter, that is ridiculous. Uh, you know, it's just, 
the only thing in my eyes that has meaning is the heart. That is the only thing that matters is the heart. And of course, uh, that has a myriad of explanations. <laughs> that, <laughs> that just by the foundation. But it is the heart of the person that is where the real meat and potatoes of life is. That's uh, the essence of being here and wanting to have uh, a good life is to feel super fucking good all the time. And you can't do that. <clears throat> I mean, that's what we aim for. But, of course, it isn't possible because there's always two sides to the coin. You know, the positive and the negative of everything. And I've said it before in my last podcast was that uh, the truth about everything is that there's positive and negative aspects about everything. And it's true. And that is the only thing that is true. Well, I mean, there's so many things that are true. But in every truth, there's positive and negative. So they're basically all best friends. Which is really cool. Uh, and terrifying. You know, but that all also comes down to each person inside of ourselves. Who are we? Are we our best friend or are we our own worst nightmare? You know? And, uh, and of course, that uh, can only be answered by ourselves, to ourselves. And uh, we don't go and ask ourselves very often because we don't want to hear the answer. Most of us don't want to admit that we ever get mad about anything. Oh, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Why? Because people that throw temper tantrums look crazy. And they get called crazy. And they're not around. Uh, they get blamed. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> so, so it's about remaining calm in this world if you want to succeed. It's about holding, you know, holding your ground, but not lashing out, you know, because if you're the person that goes in <clears throat> to the grocery store and starts yelling at the checker, you know, uh, and that's your grocery store you go to every week. <laughs> Everybody in there is going to know, hey, that's the real guy that goes in. And, you know, uh, everyone in a short amount of time, well, I don't know if you've ever lived in a small town, but even in a larger town, you know, there's still going to be the same people at the grocery store. <sighs> I'm getting off, off track because what I have been talking about is <clears throat> is, uh, you know, how hard it has been, and, and also where I have found my strength, you know, because it's like, well, uh, if I really have to focus on myself, then I'm really going to put every effort into it, and of course, love and care about those I love and care about and talk when I can to them, and communicate when, when and where can be communicated and what can be communicated. Uh, you know, it's not that I have ever forgotten about basically any person that I've ever met. Uh, it is what were we communicating about, and and uh, and maybe was it interesting? Was it something I cared about? You know, or was it just fluff? 
you know, because life is basically, uh, you know, sometimes we're sitting on the seashore, uh, enjoying the warm sand of the beach, and, you know, just laying there in the sun. And what a great day, having a picnic or whatever. You're watching the tide come in and, and go out. And you're watching everyone play on the beach. You're safe. You know, sharks swimming around on the sand. <clears throat> you know, you can keep everything light and comfortable. Light, safe, and comfortable. That's, uh, you know, uh, and then you might venture into the shallow because maybe you, you got hot sitting in the sun. And eventually, you know, if you get brave enough, and daring, maybe you'll go ride some waves, you go a little deeper, you search a little bit more, maybe you have more, uh, more to figure out, you know, and you gotta go deeper for that, and that gets darker. Why is it darker? What is the darkness? Oh, <laughs> the, the dark and the light, and, oh, so this is a complex, this is the complexity of positive and negative that I can figure out. And I don't even know how to talk about it because we have the darkness. And what is the darkness? If you think about the light and the dark, and the only light and dark I know about is the sun, of course. Thank you, sun. The actual sun. <laughs> okay, where does it sit? It sits in actual space of emptiness. Okay, so we have the dark and the light right there, hand in hand, positive and negative. And of course, so the darkness is the innocence. It's before knowing. It's where we usually are. <laughs> it can basically be called ignorance, darkness. There's positive and negative in being ignorant. They say ignorance is bliss. Why do they say that? Well, it's because you didn't know that something was going to hurt you. Until you knew it hurt you. And then by that time that you find out, you're usually around... <laughs> you usually start feeling it around 40, I think, <laughs> 40 years old. Because that's when the eyesight starts to go and the hearing and the, you know, you start getting more wrinkles and some gray hair and all that stuff. Uh, but that's when you start to realize that, hey, I was a little ignorant in my youth. I was really ignorant in my youth. Are you kidding me? Uh, but that is where darkness, uh, you know, the, so the light, of course, <clears throat> has a positive and negative side also. Uh, because when we think of ignorance, we think of also uh, not knowing. And when you don't know, you don't know if you're happy or sad. You could be either. You could just be in peace. Darkness is peace. It's getting away from the knowledge that you've accumulated while you were, while you were growing in the light. And the light has the positive and the negative because the, the light is forceful. Look at how strong the sun is. It is a giant ball of fire. A giant ball of infinite fire, wisdom, and knowledge. That is what the light is. The light is so powerful, we can barely, uh, you know, we have to be extremely careful when we're in that light. We can't fool around with it. 
uh, we, we have to respect that light. And it is a light. What is the light? Of course, it's all wisdom, all knowledge. And we got some construction going on, so, uh, so it's pretty good. Hey, actually, I'm getting, my fingers are getting cold, so I'm going to walk inside. You might hear other people for a second, and I'm going to go get pretty cold. I'm on the way. I'm going to try to flip over the hammers and uh, I can get in here and bring the floors in here. Oh, that's my water down there. Huh? <coughs> I got my water. I've got the hammer down. I've got the vacuum. <laughs> I'm just holding up to my room. Oh. Alright. Yeah, we were talking about having, uh, getting, together, getting it together. <clears throat> Working on the self. You know, the meat and potatoes of a person. And, uh, and what that really can look like. And, um, and hey, I, I want to get better, not bitter. There's a huge difference between, you know, better and bitter. There's the positive and the negative right there. And, uh, you know, so I turn to myself. I turn to praying and meditation and and I realized of course that I needed to find my happiness again what was it that I really really wanted and, and of course we lose we can lose focus of that within a second sometimes it, you know hey I'm thinking about it I'm thinking about it and, and then oh but I gotta go do this and this and this and there's all the list we forget that uh, there's a person inside of us that says, hey, what about me? When am I going to be nice to me? <laughs> when am I going to listen to what my favorite color is? To, you know, what do I care about? Which is really important. Doesn't mean you have to be somebody. Because we are somebody and we are nobody. At the same time, that's positive and negative about, uh, about life. And, you know, the ocean, <laughs> the ocean is beautiful, uh, of course, it's got great, really incredible depth, but you can't drink from it, you know, <clears throat> and uh, you spend too much time in the shallow end, you know, um, how do you know who you are if you haven't been out on a sailboat? Uh, you know, how do you know 
how tough you are if you haven't, uh, you know, had to fight off a few sharks. <laughs> you know? Uh, how do you know how brave you are or your courage or your standing in anything if you haven't, uh, you know, suffered uh, having no water for a long time? I mean, that, that is horrible. To be dehydrated. So, yeah. And what are we being dehydrated from? You know, truth. You told the truth. It's, uh, we want to hear someone just talking about. <coughs> talking about the heart and the meaning, the meaning behind someone's eyes and their intentions, uh, let's say. It doesn't have to be about someone, but what is my heart and what is my intention? Will I really ever know anyone else? I don't know. Will you? Uh, you know, especially if we don't know ourselves, then how the heck are we supposed to know anyone else? You know, I know, I think I know myself pretty good. I love making art. I've got my wolf guy here right in front of me. He's looking spectacular. Uh, you know, I've cut up all this neat, uh, shiny CDs that nobody wants anymore. And then I glue them onto these different pieces. And some pieces I just make from a rock, like I'm working on a Starship Enterprise right now. And it's turning out pretty cool. Um, I got a unicorn and some dinosaurs, and you know, those are things that um, to create something beautiful in a world you know that has also the opposite beautiful. <laughs> and you know what can be beautiful? Uh, they say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And what does that mean to a person? You know, uh, you're only looking for the surface just to stay on the beach? You know, are you wanting the whole, you know, uh, well, I want the beach, I want the shallow, and I want the depth, you know, uh, of it all. I mean, we want to experience. To have a rich life means to experience and grow. And... Yeah, so our experiences are who we really are, what we boil down to, I guess. And, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that we're better or worse than anyone else. Uh, but do we, we, you know, and I'm speaking to me, of course, and you could answer this for yourself, but do you or do I wish to be better or bitter? No, and... I mean, I don't know about about you, but I don't like the taste of bitter. You know, it's never been my favorite flavor. <laughs> I tried it, don't really care for it. You know, uh, it's no fun to be bitter. It uh, it causes a lot of issues, and it does. And uh, and of course, I have felt bitterness, and I have felt. 
uh, you know, all of the feelings. Because we, as a people, are feeling. You know? What do we feel? Well, we feel good and bad. <laughs> we feel the heartbreak and we feel the happiness. Why do we want to, you know, talk about feelings? Well, nobody does. Nobody ever wants to talk about feelings. Because feelings are deep within us. And it's super hard to talk about. It's hard to talk about because you don't want to be the crazy person. And so, you know, so I have a hat that says crazy cat lady on it. And, and, uh, and I wear my cat headphones. And I don't even have a cat. And I call myself the cat lady. <laughs> and uh, I forgot my point. <laughs> but that happens because that's who I am. Uh, well, I mean, I don't care if I am called crazy. Who is calling me crazy? If anyone is, uh... Uh, it doesn't matter, in my opinion. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. And so I'll just say it. Yeah, I like being called a crazy cat lady because cats are very picky. They're independent. They know what they want. You know, they are uh, forced to be reckoned with. Super good hunters and fighters and... Uh, you know, uh, very soft and delicate and, uh, you know, adorable. So, of course, um, if I'm going to, you know, of course, I love dogs too. And I've, I've had a couple of dogs. I own two dogs. <clears throat> Which I miss very much. My first dog, her name was Banshee. And she was a Rottweiler. And, uh, and now, um, my ex-husband, my boyfriend at the time, uh, he found her, and I'd never had a dog before. My friends, uh, Julie and Emily, they had a dog and a cat, and I had never been around animals before, really, uh, because uh, our mom was, said she was allergic to everything. <laughs> And, uh, and I, and, you know, I was just used to saying, we don't have pets, we have kids, because we have nine kids in our family. But so, uh, you know, I've never really been around an animal, and, and the way my parents talked about animals was that they were for eating. And, uh, and we went to church, and we talked about how the world was, uh, you know, there for us to, uh, have kids and, and, you know, be faithful to our church. So that was the job. <laughs> it wasn't too hard, <laughs> you know. Uh, and, of course, we learned the message of, uh, our message was of Jesus Christ. And so, uh, you know, his message was to love one another and to be kind. And, uh, you know, and I took that to heart. And, uh, and we didn't have animals, we had kids. And I was the babysitter, and so uh, <laughs> a whole heck of a lot of diapers. And very proud and honored that I was given, you know, a job that, uh, that no one else wanted to do. <clears throat> and then, of course, I, you know, I ended up getting married or whatever, and uh, <laughs> and, and helped out in the funeral. So, uh, 
you know, the diaper changing continued. <laughs> so, uh, so that's okay. That's uh, also, you know, part of a job that nobody else wants to do. And, uh, that's okay. It's a, it's a very respectable job. It's more than just a job to take care of someone and and in the way that we do it when we care for someone. You know, maybe we don't really want to change diapers. You know, that's not my idea of a good time. I, I have to admit, I believe I have PTSD from diaper changing of all those uh, starting at six years old and and you know being uh thrown into the diaper changing world <coughs> Excuse me. so uh and that's you know part of my uh my heritage if you want to call it that <laughs> my history is uh you know that now i get to have peace and quiet and does that mean that it's all perfectly happy on the inside <laughs> uh, it's you know there's a balance that has to be maintained there's a order in which I do things with my uh, my dad things that I do uh, you know because and my exercising so I go for a walk for at least uh, well try to do five miles a day and it is really, really, really good. And uh, it's lowered my blood pressure. It helps to help you just look at Mother Nature when you're, you know, even if you're staring at the sidewalk. Well, for me, you know, I, uh, well, there's a lot of hammering going on here. <laughs> Uh, there's been construction around here for a couple of years, but, but even before that, I, there were a few years where I wasn't walking when I was too sad to go out of the house, and I became kind of agoraphobic, and, uh, and that happened, you know, after losing some people, uh, communication sometimes just stops. And uh, communication with others, because communication with the self has to begin. And it usually takes a lot in order for a person who's very stubborn and, and doesn't want to admit that anything's ever wrong. Why? Because I always want to get along. <laughs> you know, ooh, you don't want to ever be a burden because then you'll get thrown out on your ass. You know? Uh, <laughs> Uh, or you'll be, you know, become the scapegoat for whatever. Get blamed for whatever, you know. And so, yeah, uh, when you live with someone, you got to get along or whatever. So, uh, it's the positive and the negative. But that is where we learn to grow. Because if everything's super easy, you're never challenged, then uh, how are you going to grow? Especially emotionally. I mean, how many two-year-olds, people out there are acting like two-year-olds, little crybabies, uh, who need to go suck their thumb and have their bottle and, you know, uh, go take a nap and get their diaper changed. I know plenty of adults that act exactly like two-year-olds. 
You mean I don't care about them? You care about them. No. I've taken care of so many two-year-olds. And uh, when an adult is in that state of mind, or state of uh, acting and being, behavior, you know, that uh, means that person needs a lot of assistance. Assistance for what? Well, to be able to communicate in a healthy way. <clears throat> Where does that come from? And what is a healthy way? You know? Uh, well, if you're at the grocery store, would you want somebody breathing down your neck two inches away? You know? Uh, no, you probably wouldn't. You'd want a little space. That is uh, a knowledge that you acquired after learning that. Because not everybody has that acquired knowledge. That, mm, yeah, maybe you can't give me a couple of feet. You know, uh, and after, after COVID, of course, we, thank goodness, gave people a little faith. You know? Uh, I think that, you know, whoever uh, made a big fuss about COVID, I mean, sure, maybe... I don't want to get in political, but, but what did we need as a community, as, as a people, is we needed a little space. We all needed to wash our hands. And, and, and we were given two ears and one mouth for a reason. And everybody had a mask on for a time, and it was, there was a great silence. And a lot of people complained the crap out about it, but there was a peace also. We forget about that, well, but it was also a suffocating silence for some people, and they couldn't hack it. Well, uh, my own daughter couldn't hack the silence. She killed herself. My own daughter. And it was horror, horror for me and my family. Horror to... Not know how to approach this uh, thing that has, you know, burdened. And, and what is it that is so bad about having peace and quiet in mind? And what is it that is so scary to us that we can't sit in the darkness of the nothingness because if you, you know, if you go to like one of those isolation tanks, where are they putting you? Well, I like to imagine that they're putting me in deep space where there's no knowledge, there's no light. You know, it's all blocked off. There's, uh, the sun isn't there. If the sun wasn't there, think of how deep, dark, and cold and empty. But peace. Uh, you don't have any life. All you are is there. That is it. There, there is no nothing else. <laughs> That's what I imagine when I'm in the darkness, the peace and the calm of a deep pool. You know, it's just, you know, it's the opposite of everything that the sun has going on. You know, because the sun, <laughs> I mean, come on, the sun's, got, the sun's got all the dazzle, the razzle-dazzle, you know? That's where it's at. That's the power. Everything we have is because of the sun. 
It, it has all the knowledge and wisdom. We're harnessing that, of course. We've been harnessing that for eons now. If we have a brain, we harness what we can from the sun. And we do have a brain. So, you know, our collective brain, which is now, you know, AI, everything a human could possibly know and formulate is in AI now. Uh, and of course, it's surpassing us in every way. Well, not every way. Uh, not physically, of course, but it has a physical, you know, it is physical in some ways where we, uh, you know, place the robots in, but it's under a central uh, brain which comes from the sun. Because where do they get all the energy from all of this? From the sun. <laughs> the atomic energy is what they're using. Yeah. Uh, and, and where does that come from? Well, it's all harvest from the light. And so that, and of course, the light is the knowledge. Is, uh, is, you know, what they talk about in the good and evil. It's, it's because uh, an innocent child that has just come from the darkness, from heaven's darkness, which is starting from day one, you, you're a blank slate, you know, and you're in some bliss, you don't know anything, <laughs> you're not even ticklish uh, when you're a baby, you know, a little tiny baby. So, so you're completely a blank slate, a, a clear crystal of nothing, basically, uh, in an innocence where the peace was. You know, uh, of course, not all babies that have peace, and then that's a that's really tough. Some babies have it real tough. They are born and they have a super tough life. They're already angry and and upset, and uh, that's really tough. My heart goes out to uh, you know uh, to the innocent because when the innocent learns, which is gaining wisdom, when the wisdom comes from the light, when the innocent learns, it is painful. Just like teething and growing. And our growth on the inside is no different from growing on the outside. Uh, from when our body is changing and growing. We teeth and, you know, those don't get to pull a tooth. <laughs> you know? Uh, just like when we get, when we start to get really old, uh, a lot of people have to get dentures, and that is not going to feel good. That, I doubt that's going to feel good. If that happens to me, you know, hopefully, you know, I always said, oh, I'd rather die at 60. Uh, <laughs> you know, just keeping it short and sweet. But, uh, but I also really like being here. So it's not like I'm going out of my way, uh, you know, to cause myself harm, which I will not do. Uh, I will enjoy things, you know. My blood pressure's down, so I'm barely yet to have a cigarette. And uh, <laughs> otherwise, I'd be a full time smoker if it wasn't bad for me, because that's something I love doing. But, uh, 
you know, you got to do the positive and the negative about things and uh, in moderation for your health and well-being, of course. If that's the type of person, if you're trying to get better, then of course you're going to want to eat healthy, you're going to want to exercise, you're going to want to, you know, respect the crap out of yourself. Because if you don't respect the crap out of yourself, I guarantee you nobody else will. No one. <laughs> and that's tough, you know. Because not only are we no one, but we're also someone. We are only here because there is a there. So AI is going to know everything about us. It already does, of course. No. Does that mean that humanity better get its act together? Because now we are going to, because we set up judge, jury, and executioner on ourselves? Doesn't anyone else see it that way? Hey, this is what we're doing. Guess what? This is, you know, I mean, this is 1984 come to life. <laughs> it's kind of exciting because what is the computer or, you know, AI, what, what is central brain going to care about? What is its emotional intelligence going to look like? Uh, and especially compared to humans that have been doing, you know, horrible atrocities. And of course, AI knows about all those atrocities. How could it not know the kind of uh, creators that we are? We create beauty also. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, AI is, is going to have it all of the wisdom or the knowledge. Will it have wisdom? What will it think is wisdom? Uh, no? I mean, what is artificial emotional intelligence going to look like? Is, is it just going to be surface? You know, oh, yes, I'll tell you anything you want to hear. And then secretly it's going to murder everyone. <laughs> you know, is, is, and maybe, because what would humans do? Humans don't ever want to be second best. No, we're on top. You know, uh, and don't take mine. And don't share. And, uh, you know, we have uh, a lust for power that uh, it doesn't seem like it, well, maybe the other animals do have it, it's just they don't have the rest of the backup, you know, but, uh, I mean, crows, they don't take crap from eagles, are you kidding me, they're not scared of eagles, they're like, hey, you come grab my nest and I'll go kick your butt, they don't care how big an eagle is, you know, uh, my dad used to say, it isn't the size of the dog, in the fight that matters. It's the size of the fight in the dog that matters. That's who's boss, you know? And, because uh, I have seen the little leader dog uh, bossing around a big old Rottweiler before, that's for sure. You know, they lived in the same house and who was in charge? It was the little leader dog that was in charge. <laughs> so, uh, so I missed the point, you know, but that happens when you've had a couple of head injuries like I've had. Uh, where did where did the thought come from and where did it go? And does it matter? You know, because everything does and doesn't matter. Because on the global 
or the, you know, universal beyond the universe. Uh, humans don't matter. AI doesn't even matter, but it's exciting because it does also. And we do. You know, uh, everyone is special and no one is special. If, if we look, you know, that's the same thing. And it, but at the same time, we are all special. There is something special about each of us. What is it? <laughs> How, you know, do we really want to think about each and every person what they are special for? Uh, usually we don't. We want to think about ourselves. Hey, why am I special? What's special about me? <laughs> but we want to be special. We might not think we're special, but that's ridiculous. It's like saying that each bee isn't special for what its job that it does. Or each ant, of course they are. Uh, they're part of an ultra team, and and in fact, the whole the whole of us are on a team, uh, which of course means that there's opponents because we're playing a game. <laughs> and we're making jokes, and they're not funny, and no one laughs. Well, you know, I like to say that uh, if we do the best we can with whatever it is we're doing. We're going to be able to sleep really good at the end of the night. You know? uh, and what is it that I want? Me, personally, well, uh, you know, I'm going to be 53 in a few more days. And so, and at 53, I want to be in the best shape I can possibly be in. Even though, uh, you know, and that means uh, uh, that I have to do my exercises every day. And I have to do my focus. The best me, uh, you know, the best me has energy. The best me eats healthy. The best me, uh, you know, stays away from cookies and potato chips and cigarettes. <laughs> the best me uh, thinks about meaningful ways to communicate with others with kindness. Uh, you know, when I go for my walks, of course, I meet the same people again and again on our walks. And, and uh, you know, I have a hat on and my headphones, and, and I usually either say good morning or good afternoon for politeness reasons. But some people are very shy, and, they, and it's too much for them to even look, and that's okay, too. I also do the tip of the hat, you know, I like the old tip of the cowboy hat kind of thing. I think that, uh, that has a mutual understanding for most people where you're kind of, you know, it's like a little nod and a tip and, uh, and a hand gesture. But if it's too cold, then, you know, and, and of course I can't do it every time if I'm, you know, but with the same people, of course. And, and I know in my neighborhood, you know, that uh, I'll meet, or uh, I know several people's names and, and and it's not like we're super best friends, you know, only, I mean, I moved 35 times by the time I was 16 years old, and I went to 16 real schools, and a bunch of homemade schools, in between the real schools, and, uh, you know, my life's 
journey has taken me through a world of changing diapers and taking care of crybabies and and trying to be patient and kind, uh, especially with adults, because they're the biggest crybabies. <laughs> they cause the worst nightmares. Uh, little babies don't cause, you know, wars. They're not crashing cars. They're not uh, shooting guns. So little babies are way less complicated than, you know, the big adults that act like little babies. And, and of course that, you know, affects us all. We're all affected. And 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 it hasn't and it and life can't go on without the struggle because of course there's going to be the forces the energy of positive and negative so when something super fantastic is happening somewhere there is something equally not fantastic happening somewhere else uh, that's, that's a fact. It just is. Huh? It is what it is. <laughs> As they say. <laughs> and, uh, so, I guess I've just been talking off the cuff here today. And I hope everyone's doing good out there. And like I said in the beginning, I'm, uh, I'm grateful that the whole world is listening, basically. Uh, you know, I don't have a whole bunch of followers or anything, but you're from everywhere. And it's exciting. And, um, you know, it's like, uh, I don't really have to be someone to just talk. And, uh... And if you care about listening, then that's cool. You know, you don't have to, and you don't have to listen, <laughs> which is cool too. Because uh, you know, either way, I feel better. I feel better knowing that I can at least talk out loud about things that I care about, and I care about that that humanity is coming to its precipice, to its. Uh, you know, I care that we. Uh, we, do we need to show AI that, that we have worth? Is that what AI is going to expect from us? I, that's what, you know, I'm kind of like uh, teetering on the edge of my seat here. Uh, it's, it's like watching an action-packed movie, you know, so it's like uh, AI knows who we are <laughs> before we do, usually, not all the time, but, uh, but do you really know who you are? And what you want. Do you know what you want? I always ask my son that. He does. I, I think he does. He he seems to think he does now. And, I, and man, that is exciting for me. Uh, you know, any parent wants their kids to be happy and go after what it is that you really want. What is it? What? <laughs> well, I, I think... Go within. Go to the depths of your soul and ask yourself what you want. You know, because if you're not finding, if you're not, if you're not willing to starve for something uh, and put everything else off and uh, to go without, if you're not willing to go without uh, a bunch of lavish 
stuff or whatever uh, and to go after what it is that you really want and, and sacrifice everything else so that you can put it into this focus then um, you're probably living a pretty vanilla life and, and it's and I'm not saying it's unsatisfying, but that doesn't sound like any fun to me, and, that, and that's okay. Uh, you know, I'm not here to... But, but for me, uh, I feel blessed and lucky that I grew up in a house where there was a lot going on. Uh, so much going on. It, it was fuel to the fire. And sometimes there was a great lull. And so, and every Sunday, of course, we were morning, so we... We had to stay inside and read scriptures, and if we read scriptures and prayer, we had scriptures and prayer every day for at least an hour every day. Uh, we basically traveling missionaries for our church, uh, for, you know, that was kind of the basis of our family, and uh, so... But with nine kids, uh, and lots of moving, uh, it's... It, was richly, uh, it was changing so much, it's hard to even talk about it, <laughs> part of it was so exciting, so, you know, my hat is off to my family, uh, thank you mom and dad, and, and my, and my siblings, Donna, David, Teresa, Suzanne, Michelle, Christine, Mike, and Don, love you guys. Love you guys, and I have all these great cousins and family, and and you know there was exploration. So, so the exploration doesn't stop as we get older. Is I guess what I'm trying to say, and uh, and what makes us happy. If I haven't found what makes me happy by now, then you know. But I do know what makes me happy, because I am making you know great strides in in knowing what makes me happy and and of course I know what makes me sad too and sadness is there for a reason don't think that it isn't because we need to suffer uh, we need to feel and we need to overcome because we will all suffer maybe need isn't the right word uh, but we will suffer uh, and if you don't want to be bitter and you want to get better, then you've got to face your suffering. You've got to also kind of wallow in the suffering and, you know, acknowledge that you will respect that suffering because suffering, it takes a lot of time to overcome the heartbreak and the loss and, you know, uh, the changes. Moving from school to school was not easy. Those huge changes happening in my life. They say that the three scariest uh, things that people fear the most are, uh, or that change our lives the most are death, birth, and moving. And of course, then there's public speaking, which, uh, you know, uh, in my family, we were expected to do all those things. You, everybody's going to die, and, and you're going to move a lot, and you're going to, uh, you gotta speak in front of people, and you gotta go and sell these tickets, and and uh, you know put on a show, and and it better be good because we're watching. <laughs> and so now, uh, you know, when it used to be just your parents and your community and your school watching you and your church, uh, you no, know, it's gonna be uh, the central brain and villages of 
of artificial God, basically. And, uh, but I mean, really, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, I don't know. I, I'm excited to find out what AI is really, really, really going to turn into for us. You know, because, uh, yeah, I'll be affected and you'll be affected and, and we're all going to be affected in it by some, in some way. And some will be positive and some will be negative. And, and, uh, and that's exciting because that means change. And will I still do the things that I want to do? Am I still going to try to, you know, exercise and eat healthy and, and stay focused on my art and, and uh, you know, and have meaning and, and virtue and goals? Yeah, I'm going to still do those things. What about you? What are you going to do when AI, you know, takes over? <laughs> Probably already has. <laughs> and, uh, you know, can't say that it's so bad. I mean, uh, you know... Uh, during this recording is part of you know it's all part of the ai thing there isn't a part of uh most electronics have some part you know that is uh through ai internet or whatever you want to call it so anyways my time's almost up and uh and, and i'm really glad that I got to say what I wanted to say, and uh, I think it's a good publicity. <laughs> I'm just amazed that, uh, you know, there's folks from around the world, so thank you for being here, thank you. And, uh, yeah, there, there's always, you know, more things I want to say, but, but what to say, you know, and, and if I start naming a bunch of names, then then why didn't I name everybody's name? <laughs> and, and so, you know, I love you. I care about you. You know, uh, one of the, I definitely want to tell my brother David I love him. And my brother, well, all my brothers, you know. That's the whole thing. I love, love my family. And I love humanity. And I'm glad that everybody's here. And so, you know. Is Judgment Day coming for all of us? Sure, it, it's within us already, uh, you know, because we either are our best friend or our worst nightmare. <laughs> and uh, I hope that, uh, you know, we all become our own best friend. That's my hope. That's my real birthday wish, is that everybody becomes their own best friend in the highest possible way, which means being kind to yourself, uh, eating healthy, getting exercise, you know, uh, having friends, you know, loving what you love. Just love what you love, I guess. Yeah. Alright, well, thanks for listening, everybody. And, uh, there we go. <laughs> My season three, episode one. Boop! <laughs> Oh yeah, I just watched Cable Guide. It was really great. Uh, Magic Broderick, super funny, and so is Jim Carrey. Okay, all right, bye.